You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That is 100% correct, you are. I'm JR. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. It's Friday night. I'm relaxing. And I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I hope you've had a tremendous Friday. I hope you had a good one. I'm going to be here with you for the next three hours. I've been here for an hour already. Where you been? I get started every night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can always listen every minute, every second, every hour. You can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Of course, you can listen on your local affiliate. We got hundreds. I'm talking hundreds all over North America. You could be listening in Portland. Thank you to Portland. Had a great time out there. You could be listening in Atlanta. Good to be back home. You could be down in Miami or you could be up in Buffalo. Miami Dolphins are going to be playing against Buffalo tomorrow night in Buffalo. 25 degrees in in precipitation. If it's 25 degrees in precipitation, that means snow. And we got Saturday games. We got Sunday games. Damn it, we got good news earlier today. Oh, man, it was so awesome to hear that Brittany Griner, she told everyone that she told everybody thank you. She said that she's going to be an advocate for other individuals who should and deserve to be released from being wrongfully imprisoned internationally, globally. And then she said that she plans on playing in the upcoming WNBA season, which is going to be awesome. So we got a lot to do, a lot to talk about. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. If you want to talk to us here, we got a phone number. Connected to that phone is a lot of lines. Sometimes they can get extremely busy, but if you want to try, you can call us 855-212-4CBS. You can also holler at me. If your ass is not driving and you want to talk to me on Twitter or Instagram or whatever the case might be, do so. Do it safely. Don't be a dumbass. It's at JR Sport Brief. It's at JR Sport Brief Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. As we continue on with the show, we have quite a few people who have many opinions on tomorrow's uh, game between Buffalo and Miami. I do want to talk to you this hour as well about the New York Giants and Washington. That's a huge matchup between the Giants and the Commanders. They're both 7-5 and five with that stupid tie from a couple of weeks ago, 2020. The New York Giants look like they're faltering. Washington somehow, some way with, with Heineke and his limited offensive ability, they're still able to grind out some wins and games here. And so we'll talk about that. And then Joe Burrow, he's going from the Bengals. Well, he's going with the Bengals down to Tampa. That should be a fun, interesting matchup as I'm just going to tune in on Sunday to see whether or not Tom Brady is getting his ass whooped again. There were some reports that Tom Brady is really considering retirement this go-round. Yeah, well, we'll see it when we believe it. Tom Brady will be officially retired, not even when they start a season without him, but when he's gone two seasons. And at that point, I guess his ass will be too old. But anyway, we'll get to old Tom Brady. We'll talk New York Giants and Washington. We got callers here who have thoughts on, on Tua. I guess people can't get enough. 
I don't know. They want to take the guy straight from Hawaii and throw him into the snow and see what happens. Kevin is calling from Buffalo. What's up, Kevin? Hey, JR. Yes. I live up here. Yeah, I know. It says so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm saying it's not even supposed to start snowing until the game starts. Okay, what's your point? I'm driving on drive road <laughs> right now. Okay, what what? So help me out here. What does that have to do I think, with two? I think he can. I think he can handle. It. I think you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised. If you think he, I think he might give him a game. I don't think I anybody think would be, be. I don't think anybody would be surprised. It's it's yeah. just so. Here's the deal. I don't know. A lot of fans. I heard the snow. The Bills don't even try. They used to practice in the snow. They got their dome. They don't even put. You know. Yeah, well, they're, how they're about not playing in the snow well, anymore? How how about this? Since 2020, when it has been cold outside, from November 29th or later, the Buffalo Bills are are 10 and 1 at home. Yeah. 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 That's that's when it gets coldest. Yeah. Yeah, the more you know. But thank you Kevin for calling from Buffalo. Yeah, you said you live up there, wife. <laughs> what are you shocked about? I don't think anyone would be surprised if Tua Tonga-Valoa had a good game up in Buffalo. But the fact is, when it has been cold, he hasn't performed well. And, yeah, it's nice. It's not going to start snowing, quote-unquote, until the game gets going. We don't know that. So what is it? Tua doesn't have to shovel? Okay, we're not expecting a blizzard, but it will be cold, and it might be slippery. And so, yeah, are they going to be playing in a couple of inches or are they going to be playing in flurries? We have no idea. But either way, all things considered, even if it was a dry game outside, even if it was 55 or 60 degrees, I'd probably still take Buffalo. I probably would. 855-212-4CBS. And that, that's a game that's garnering a lot of interest right now. And, you know, I, I want people to hear this one more time. Because it's been beaten into the ground. It's been taken out of context. Tua downplaying the snow, saying it snows in Alabama. Tua was asked, point blank, have you ever even seen snow in your life? And this was Tua's response. Have you seen snow before? Yeah, it snowed in Alabama my first year. Yeah, so it snows in Alabama, guys. I know. I mean, people don't know that. You know, there's some people that just think, oh, you know, it just gets cold now. It it does snow. Okay. Now we got that out the way. Tua is not downplaying the weather. He's saying tongue in cheek has nothing to do. The question he was asked had nothing to do with the Buffalo Bills. So chalk one up and and let's keep it moving. We're going to move here as well because that's tomorrow night's huge game. Buffalo and Miami. Miami trying to stop a losing streak. Buffalo trying to, you know, cement their spot in the playoffs. On Sunday night football, and thank God this game was flexed into the nighttime, we have the New York Giants and Washington. And it's not because these are two dynamic teams that are going to just blow you away. These are two evenly matched teams that are both fighting for playoff positioning in the NFC. They're both trying to get a hold of a of a wild card spot. We know the Dallas Cowboys, they are the cream of the crop at 10 and 3 when it comes down to the NFC East, and it was only 2 weeks ago that on December 4th, you had the New York Giants, you had Washington 
taking each other on in New Jersey, and they, they ended the game in a tie. Like, there's nothing worse than a tie in the NFL. It even looks terrible, like on the ledger at the standings at the end of the year. You got two teams, sometimes more. They got a one. They got, they got three scores there or three columns. Ain't nobody trying to tie in football. And so they tied. And the New York Giants, they played another game after that. They got smashed this past weekend by the Eagles, 48-22. to Absolutely terrible. And meanwhile, since Washington tied the New York Giants, they had a week off. They had a bye. I know it seems kind of late in the season to, to have a bye, but they did. And so they had time to rest. We might have another chance and an opportunity to see uh, Chase Young back out there. And, and Heineke, people love this dude. Like, he's just, he's just a grinder, man. He's not going to wow you. He's not going to torch you. He's just out there playing football like he knows every game is his last, and it, it very well could be. And so Heineke, a dude who was basically an insurance salesman a couple of years ago, this man, he loves playing in the primetime games. You know, primetime games are a lot of fun. Um, you know, those are the games that you dream of as a kid. You want to play in front of everybody. The whole world's watching. And uh, it's, it's an opportunity for you to showcase, you know, as a team what you guys got. Yeah, everybody's going to watch. You not be dynamic. Washington and their offense, man, they, they, they really on a game-to-game basis can't crack 20 points a game. Washington, damn it, as a, as a fan base right now. I think everybody is, is so through with them. They're so through with the ownership group. They're ready for some change. Like Washington has the worst attendance of any squad in the entire NFL. If you thought going out to SoFi and watching the Rams or the Chargers was like a, a home game for the away team, these Washington games, if you look around, like they're getting fans from, from the other team filling that place up. Even the own commanders players are running around saying, I, I hope that our own fans show up and support us. And you would think for Sunday night football that they'd have that. You know, driving from from New York down to D.C. isn't all that long of a trip. So I assume there's going to be a ton of New York Giant fans. But this is an opportunity for the Commander fans to show up as they compete for another playoff spot and opportunity. They're 5-1, and and they got that stupid tie since Heineke took over for the guy that everybody can't stand and Carson Wentz. Washington's defense is sturdy and stout. I told you about Chase Young. I mean, I see this guy dancing all over the place, and he's coming off of a, of a torn ACL. The New York Giants, on the other hand, I, I feel like they're finally getting smacked with the reality stick. The New York Giants have won the majority of their games barely by the skin of their teeth. Their wide receivers are just, who are they? They're decimated. They're not healthy. Whether it's Sterling Shepard out for the season again, and you look at Kenny Galladay, he's either hurt or, or, or not committed. Their most reliant weapon is, is Darius Slayton. Saquon Barkley's been dealing with a neck injury, hasn't helped him out the past couple of games. He was certainly on his way to winning comeback player of the year, still might. And then you got Daniel Jones. Yeah, Daniel Jones can bust out a run. He did so against Washington, but he's, he's okay as a quarterback. 
You know, and even if he had better wide receivers, yeah, he'd be better. He wouldn't be better as a QB. He is what he is. He's average. He's not turning the ball over. Congratulations. He is the ultimate game manager who can bust out a run. Good. And the Giants' defense is suffering here as well. Leonard Williams with his neck. Xavier McKinney broke his hand on vacation during the bye week. Dory Jackson has been out because he's returning punts. I would say that Washington is primed to probably pick up a W here, to pick up a win. And they should do so at home. And so Daniel Jones knows, going down to D.C. or Maryland, I should say, that this game can't get any bigger than what it is. It's a really big game, um, you know, for, for all of us. And, um, you know, it's a big divisional game on the road um, in December. Well, thank you, Daniel Jones. I hope he's more inspiring when he talks to his teammates, but he's only talking to the media. What the hell else is he supposed to say? And, yeah, New York Giants, the Washington Commanders, Sunday night football. Somebody's going to get the boot. Whoever wins this game is going to be in prime position to A, hold a tiebreaker, and then be situated to go directly into the playoffs, potentially as a wild card. The loser, you might as well consider your season cooked and done. But let's be real. It doesn't matter if Washington wins this game. It doesn't matter if the commanders win this game. Whoever gets into the playoffs is likely to be smoked either way. At least they're evenly matched. 7-5-1. and one. They tied their last game at 20-20. Let's see who can walk away with the victory. And I think for both teams, there may be even larger implications about what takes place into the future. The New York Giants have decisions to make on Saquon and his contract. Daniel Jones, the Giants have already, you know, turned down his fifth-year extension or option year and They may want to work out a shorter-term deal. And in Washington, God knows what they're going to do offensively is they got Heineke. And we know at the end of the season, they won't have Wentz. And so a lot of question marks postseason. But right now, they're just trying to get into the playoffs. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls. What do you think about Washington and the Giants? I got the commanders at home. I just hope their own their own fans show up. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Pleasure to speak to you. Uh, you know, I just recently discovered your show a few weeks ago and, and just got to tell you that you've got a very uh, easy listening style. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. How about we got, well, I, I guess we can consider it. Three primetime games in the NFL over the weekend, if you want to include Monday night football. We got Saturday night football, Miami and Buffalo. On Sunday night, we have another matchup, Sunday night football historically. 
we're going to have the Washington Commanders host the New York Giants, and they both have the same record. They played to a tie a couple of weeks ago, 2020. Whoever wins this game is going to be a better position to hold on to the last uh, playoff spot in the NFC. And the losers probably going to get the boot because they're going to be against not only uh, the number and the standings, but they won't have the tiebreaker. And then on Monday night to wrap things up, now this may not be all that exciting. This is just going to be a matter of what Aaron Rodgers does and Baker Mayfield. You got the Rams and the Packers, so at least it will be interesting on Monday night. Uh, no one expecting anything from the game as the Rams are 4-9 and nine and the Packers are 5-8. and eight. Two teams going absolutely nowhere, even the team that just won the Super Bowl. But when I think about Sunday night football, I'm going to go ahead and give, give Washington the edge against the New York Giants. I mean, these are teams that are obviously similar. Like, they face issues and, and problems. Uh, the New York Giants don't have too much of an offense to work with outside of Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And we know that, that Heineke, like, he's a, he's a grinder. He's a dude who's inspiring you just by how hard he plays. But he's not, he's not sending anybody over the edge. The Giants dealing with issues defensively, injuries, and Washington actually uh, getting some help back as we expect Chase Young to finally be back out there, you know, knocking some heads. And so I'm going to give Washington uh, the edge at home. I'll get some more of your calls right now, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. John is calling from D.C. What's up, John? Hey, how you doing, Jr.? Yeah, I'm um... good been a lifelong Washington fan, so I'm not going to get too excited here and going to pump the brakes, but I just know that winning this game really could almost seal us into the playoffs because, uh, I mean, Seahawks are going into Kansas City next week. I don't see them winning. Uh, Lions I'm a little more concerned about, but I just think that really we just got to win this game. It's going to be close. Probably going to be right around that 24-17 kind of score. Heineke's not going to be the one who wins this for us. We're going to have to run the ball down their throats, and we're going to have to play defense. And for some reason, Daniel Jones, who I don't think very good, when he plays Washington, suddenly something snaps in this guy. So we got to figure out how to shut down his run game. Uh, I don't know if we got to put a spy on him or figure something out, but <laughs> I also don't see Chase Young necessarily being a huge factor. I'm seeing things that he might get 10 snaps, something like that. But, I mean, 10 snaps from Chase Young. You know, that could be a game-breaking play, something like that. So, Well, it's, when it's you have done. a guy when you have a guy of, of his talent, it, it only takes one. And, right. and the type of plays that he makes, it doesn't matter how many snaps he plays. It, it takes one big play for exactly. the rest of the defense to, to really get hyped up. And I understand what you're saying about Daniel Jones and, you know, he might break one out for 70. You know, that would be hilarious if he does so. Uh, no. I don't know if, they, if they're going to have to put a spy on him, though. Yeah, something. I mean, you, you, you don't think you got a scheme for Daniel Jones, but, I mean, in a way that's a blessing because, like, if that's what you're worried about, like Saquon Barkley, you never know. He, Saquon might break or something crazy, but mm-hmm. in the last five games, he's sort of been trending downward, it seems like. Slayton, not too worried about him. So, yeah. You, know, the, the, you just got to worry, you know. Yeah, the chickens have, quote-unquote, come home to roost for the New York Giants in in that offense. And thank you, John, for calling from D.C. They don't have anybody to throw the ball to. They don't. 
and it's it's Saquon and it's Daniel Jones and they're running the football and it, it, it's it's finally caught up and then Saquon has been dealing with a neck issue now and so he didn't even get a a full diet of carries in the New York Giants last game against the Eagles and it's not just because well part of it because they were getting beat up by him you didn't want to subject this man to to carrying the ball when he was already questionable to go out there and play. And so that is certainly where Washington has the edge. I mean, on the other side of the ball, I think this this story has been beaten into the ground. But Washington's starting running back in Brian Robinson, yeah, he was shot and robbed before the season got started. And it's amazing that he's even playing to the level that he's at right now. Pretty impressive. 855-212-4CBS. Chris is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Jared, how you doing, man? I don't know who this Bugazi Buffalo fan was or Buffalo person was that was on a couple of callers ago, but I'm, I'm driving right now to go get gas, and I live like probably five minutes from Ralph Wilson Stadium or Highmark Stadium, whatever they're calling it now, and it's snowing <laughs> like a son of a gun here. I don't know what this guy was talking about. He must have been a Miami fan calling in trying to prop up his team or something because it's coming down right now. Do you do you want me to find this guy? Do you want to deliver him an ass whooping? I would gladly put a mud hole, stomp it, walk it dry, the whole nine yards. You know, it is what it is. I don't know what he was talking about. There is no dry pavement in Western New York right now. There's none. Yeah, it's well, coming down pretty solid. Yeah, well, according to Google, yes, it is 34. Feels like 29, and it is. Uh, yeah. It's it's wet outside. Yes, you are correct. Let me ask you about the game tomorrow. What do you foresee happening? Well, I'll be being a season ticket holder for my team, and I hope that uh, now that our defense is finally like somewhat healthy compared to the last game, I don't think uh, Miami really stands a chance against us. Oh. We're playing really good. Uh, Tua, he's in a bit of a slump. Maybe uh, he got slapped with the reality stick. He played a couple of scrub teams and put up some numbers. Now he's hitting the hard part of his schedule. Not looking so hot anymore. So we'll see. I think I think the Bills are going to win, hopefully by at least seventeen. Well, let me ask. This is this is this is another question for you, Chris. You, you said you got season tickets up there, huh? Yes, sir. When you head out to the game in Buffalo, what the hell do you put on? What do you wear to keep warm? Well, last week's game, and it was raining and sleeting. I had on a pair of jeans, a Carhartt jacket, and a beanie, and some gloves. That was it. With a hoodie. So but okay. that's about it. So you don't crazy. worry about the precipitation? Like jeans, when jeans get wet, they get heavy, they get damp, they get cold. You're cool in the jeans? I'm made for this, man. I grew up here. I live here. It's just another day. Okay. I can dig it. Uh, that's what two is going to go up against. Thank you so much, Chris, for calling from Buffalo. Oh, I appreciate I, I love one thing that Chris said a whole lot. I know. Hey, Shep, you know how I know Chris listens to the show a lot? You said he does what? I know he listens to the show quite, quite frequently. No, I know that. He used, no, he used the phrase, Tua got beat with the reality stick. You used that tonight. I used that quite frequently. Yeah. And so that's why I know he's a, he's a listener to the show. Yeah. Beat, you get beating somebody with the reality stick. Yeah. That's, that's something you'll hear here. His backup's Uh, going to win the MVP. I'm sorry. And his backup's going to win the MVP. What what are you talking about? Well, you know, hurts. What? What what? 
I'm, no, his ba- I'm saying Alabama's so freaking talented. His backup. Oh, you know, oh, he, no, oh, he transferred, from, obviously. Oh, from. Oh, you got me confused. We're talking about the weather and the snow hey, hey. and Miami. And I'm you just ran saying, in- it's, it's, that's, that's how amazingly loaded Alabama is. You started the show talking about Alabama with the weather. Right. I just didn't know the correlation here. You just said his backup, and I'm like, who's backup? Right. What? I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah. 855-212-4CBS. Troy is calling up from Pittsburgh. What's up, Troy? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. Uh, just a couple things. Um, it is going to be an interesting game between the Giants and the Redskins, but I just want to touch on something. You said really no matter what, if the Redskins – or I'm sorry, the Washington football team or the Commanders, whatever they want to be called, if them and the Giants, either one, make them into the playoffs, they're probably going to get smacked off. Now, would you agree that the Minnesota Vikings are probably the most overrated team in football right now, and their defense is absolutely trash? Uh, I've, would, been, it, I've been saying for a few weeks now that I wouldn't call them overrated. They, they've gotten away with quite a bit. I don't know how often you listen, but I've, I've lamented the fact for probably a month that they get into a shootout and it's over for them, that their pass defense, they give up about 300 yards per game. And so I've never been enamored with them. And I think rightfully, I don't, I don't believe the majority of, of people who sit down and, and talk about football have put too much stock into the Vikings. And, I mean, can we look at Tampa Bay possibly winning their division with a losing record? I don't think that it's a one-and-out for any second team coming out of the Cowboys or the Cowboys and Eagles, third team coming out of the Cowboys and Eagles division. Do I think it is basically 49ers or Eagles and one of them are going to the Super Bowl? I do. But anything else that goes on in the NFC, to me, is just up for grabs in the playoffs. I don't see any team that just looks like, okay, they're going to get knocked off. I don't. I don't feel that way about the Giants, nor do I feel that way about the Commanders. I just think that Have if you, they do, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Finish. I just, I just think if they do get through, they have a good as chances either one of those teams to move on. Speaking of the Vikings, or the Buccaneers, or the Falcons, or the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah, anybody could beat anybody. We know this. Have you watched but, the New York Giants or, or the Commanders? Of course. They tied last time. The Commanders is one of my buddy's teams. He, okay. Which I, so I really like Heineke. Do you, I, okay, but do you – do you okay, anybody can win a game. You know damn well that the New York Giants and Washington, what are they winning? What are they they going to go to the NFC Championship game? They going to go to the Super Bowl? To me in the NFC, when you get – in the NFC this year, if you get in the dance, you have a chance. They, so it, no, oh, no, no, it's a no. That's a simple, simple question. The answer is yes, huh? You, you, yes. you can see yes. the New York. You can see the New York Giants in the Super Bowl. Yes. You could see Washington in the Super Bowl. Yes, and when I play the scenarios out in my head of who could lose in the NFC and who they could end up playing, yes. Okay. I'll put it, it, it you okay. You mean I can't? I'm not going to make that 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 bet with just you. Just say San Francisco gets knocked off. Let's just say something happens. Brock <sighs> Purdy doesn't step up to the plate. You know his Man. his rookiness kind of shows when they get to the playoffs, and it's only the Eagles left. Now all you have to do is win oh. one game right there to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the yeah. other teams we've established are not I've, good. I've 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 Troy. I, I gotta I gotta admit here. I kind of stopped listening after you said yes to both seeing the Giants. <laughs> And Washington as as potentially even making the Super Bowl. 
Uh, uh, I just wanted so, to be honest with you. I do not think they're the uh, best team, but you asked me if there yeah, was a chance. No, I, I don't I, feel I, the same way about the AFC. I don't. There's, I'm not there's, asking you. Oh, I don't, don't want to know your opinion on the AFC. I get it. You, I, if, if, for whatever reason, we are watching the New York Giants and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley and five no-name receivers in the Super Bowl, please call me back. And if Washington, for whatever reason, with, with Heineke, goes to the Super Bowl, please call me back. All right? Thank you, Jerry. Have a blessed night, man. I appreciate taking the you call. You as well, Troy. Thank you for calling from Pittsburgh. I would say Washington has a better chance, but these are two teams just fighting it out for, for relevancy to get in. The New York Giants Super Bowl this year? Oh, my God. No siree. Nah, man. What are we doing here? Not them. 855-212-4CBS. Dalton is calling from Topeka, Kansas. What's up, Dalton? Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear. Please go ahead. Oh, okay. So I was calling you about the Bengals versus the Bucks. Now, the thing that bugs me is I know Tom Brady, and normally after he's got just gotten a fresh butt whooping, uh-huh. he comes back and he puts the butt whooping on somebody. Yeah, butt whooping for everybody. But you think that these Bengals, the offense, is, like, too much for them to be able to get into a shootout with or not? Well, do I – ask the question again. Do I think the Bengals can do a shootout? What are you asking me? All right. Uh, <laughs> Brady always – what Uh-oh. I was saying is Brady always comes back after after yeah, yeah, he yeah. gets his butt whooped. He we heard comes that. back and always shows out. Right, right, so right. If this gives him to a shootout, do you think that the Bengals' offense – is too powerful for Brady to be able to pick the Bengals. The Bengals are sixth in points per game, and since they got Jamar Chase back, they've been whooping ass. I think the question is whether or not Tampa Bay can hang in there with Cincinnati. I don't care about Tom Brady's record after losses. His team is playing like garbage right now. He's behind, uh, you know, a couple of garbage cans on an offensive line. And so I don't care what Brady did in New England. I don't care what he did his first two years in Tampa. You know, what's taking place right now is an offensive disaster. Am I ever going to be surprised if Tom Brady goes out there and says, hey, I'm going to throw three or four touchdown passes and Evans and and Godwin are going off? Not going to be surprised. I think even though this game is going to take place down in Tampa, that the Buccaneers, they're going to be the half the ones, or they're going to have to be the ones to keep up with Cincinnati. I think it's that simple. How about Jamar Chase, man? This man has played nine games. Nine games. He has more touchdowns than anybody on the team receiving-wise. And he almost, by like, I think 30, has less receiving yards than, than uh, Higgins does at 820. He's done this in nine games. Jamar Chase has come back. It ain't no surprise that the Bengals have gone on a a five-game winning streak. The Bengals are on a roll. They are on a roll right now. And Joe Burrow, matter of fact, when he spoke to the media this week, he said, listen, y'all, I don't give a damn about playing some guy named Tom Brady. Have you allowed yourself to think about you're going up against a piece of history, one of the greatest pieces of of the game ever, and kind of allowed to just be grateful for, for that opportunity? No, not really. 
I ain't thinking about Tom Brady. I'll let you do it. Matter of fact, Tom Brady, uh, people are talking about his future. People are asking Tom Brady about this offense and how bad they are and whether he's switching up plays. And, and Tom Brady's not having none of it. A matter of fact, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'll get to more of your calls. Uh, Tom Brady, yeah, they just lost. Uh, Tampa Bay did 35 to 7. Nationally televised game against the Niners, what would be his hometown team. And Tom Brady is ticked off. I'm going to take more of your calls about the Bills, the Giants in Washington, Miami, the Bengals. We'll hear from Tom Brady as well. We'll get into some other games. We got a lot to do. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Good to hear from you, man. I'm a big fan of your show. I love your work and I appreciate you. I'm a trucker, man. So I'll be all over the country and I uh, look forward to your show, man, at this time. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Yeah, big shout outs to everybody out there racking up their miles. Man, truckers make the whole damn economy move. How you think you got that box? How you think you getting that new television set? Forget Santa Claus. Shout outs to everybody out there putting that rubber on the road. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Someone who needs to put rubber on the road and, you know, maybe go home. It's Tom Brady. I'm sorry. My bad. I said it again. It's, yeah, the guy who retired for 40 days, the man who's getting his ass whooped right now. Uh, Right before the break, we were talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and kind of the stretch or streak that they're on right now. Five consecutive games that they've won. They have won seven out of their last eight games. Besides people asking about the Lions, uh, I would say that the other team that people aren't necessarily talking a whole hell of a lot about are the Bengals. And since Jamar Chase has bounced back onto the scene, they've just been lighting it up. And the Buccaneers, do do I even need to get – too much in depth they've sucked they have one of the worst scoring offenses in the league I think a lot of it has to do with the offensive line yeah you got Brady and you have Edwins and or Evans excuse me you have Godwin you got Fournette but what what good is it I mean Rob Gronkowski's probably happy that he decided to stay home the Bucks are six and seven they'll likely still make the playoffs I think that Uh, The Bengals will beat them down in Tampa on Sunday. And we saw them get smacked. So does Tom Brady bounce back? Yeah, but it's it's not him out there playing by himself. And so we've got a lot of stories over the past week. I mean, even over the past 24 hours, there are rumors that Tom Brady is actually going to retire. Yeah, sure. Who cares now? We'll, We'll believe it when he just doesn't play for quite some time. And then there's also rumors, especially this from the San Francisco Chronicle, that the offense, they have their own meetings led by Tom Brady like the night before the game. Todd Bowles will have the plan set and the coaches and coordinators, they won't find out what it's switched to until the actual game. And so Tom Brady was asked about that, changing up the game plan without the coaching staff. 
And uh, Tom Brady, he didn't sound too enthused about the uh, the question. What's the question? Well, the question is how much how much do you do that? Like he wrote that that maybe the coaches were trying to follow along almost that like in real time they learned what changes you made the night before when they get to the stadium. Is that true? No, I have no idea. So I mean, anybody could write anything and say whatever they want. So no, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to respond to every next question. Yeah, well, he was uh, he had some expletives lined up about the uh, the question. And Tom Brady, he's he's too through with this. You would think Tom Brady was at the game the way he responded to the reporter, because the way he's he's just yelling at everybody. Tom Brady is standing at midfield with his arms, his arms out to the side and he's screaming to the heavens like he's had enough of this crap. He could have been at home with his family right now. I'm sure he doesn't need that reminder. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Nicholas is calling from D.C. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, what's up, JR? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I, I have the Commanders winning, and I have the Commanders going to the Super Bowl. Okay, why? Humor me. Okay, I think the defense is good. We're six one and one the last eight games. We almost beat the Vikings. Uh, I don't know what's not to like about the Commanders right now. So, if you had to look at every single team in the mm-hmm. NFC, yeah, would we would you Eagles. would would you favor would you favor the this squad to beat everybody in the NFC in the playoffs. You'd favor yeah, you favor Washington to beat everybody. Yeah, with Heineke as quarterback. Okay. And, and your 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 re help me out again. Your reason is what? Because of scary Terry, Heineke and the defense. Okay. You take them over San Francisco. Yes. Why? Brockford's not gonna beat us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think right. Tom would say the same about you, too, Jr. Who? Who? Uh, Tom Brady. It's time to put the rubber down and end your career. Drive off okay. in the sunset. I think Tom would say the same. I don't think Tom Brady cares about me. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, any Anything else, Nick? No, no. All right. I just heard you give the other Commanders guy a hard time, so I wanted to give you some reason. Commanders Super Bowl. Put it right now on your show. And you guys can catch me on Turp Talk Tuesday, YouTube, DMV Sports and News. Okay, anything else you want to promote? Nope. Thank you. Okay. Uh, that'll be a low conversion rate. At least he was able. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it'll be a low conversion Scary Terry. Yeah. Where is he going with this? I don't know. Ter- Listen, Terry McLaurin is, is, is underrated, but... Uh, you know, I, I I might as well let him go, right? It's like, look, oh, Washington Super Bowl, sure, sure, whatever. I'm not giving anybody a rough time. I'm just being honest. He's man. a starting fan base that deserves a lot better the last thirty years, though, especially who? the last twenty. Who? Who? Washington. Oh, as a as a a franchise, it's a great fan base. Yeah. Oh yeah, they deserve better than the garbage owner that they have, and so you know, any any little bit of optimism is is deserved. Go ahead, have it, but. To say that you would favor Washington to, to go to the Super Bowl right now? I mean, if that's going to be your opening statement as you promote your, your podcast and your show, I mean, why the hell would anybody tune in? I don't even know what he just said. 855-212-4CBS. 
Ken is calling from Pennsylvania. What's up, Ken? Hey, how's it going? I mean, I love your show. Thank you. I get off of work at like 10, 30, 11, I tune in. Um, I, really, I wanted to talk about Carson Wentz, maybe oh, no. coming out of the sunset and saving the day for the Redskins. But <laughs> I remembered uh, your top list. I love your list. And uh, I met Muhammad Ali when I was a little boy. At he had a training camp in Pennsylvania, outside of Schuylkill Haven, where I broke, where I woke up. Uh, and I met him, and my mom had a picture of me, but she hasn't sent it to me. But I met Muhammad Ali. I was like, I'm, I'm this is pretty cool, huh? So in turn, can you understand that you had a brush with greatness? I, I'm, I know. Well, are you are you great in in return? Are you great? Did it rub off on you just a little bit? I think it did. He had a little training camp in the, in the woods there outside of Schuylkill Haven, and you know I met Muhammad Ali. I know he, okay. and I listened to the show. I listened to the show for a couple of weeks now. Well, thank you, and Ken. I really like it. Thanks. Uh, I know you talk about um, the list, and you yeah, talk about well, Russell Wilson. Well, well, Russell Wilson. Well, thank you. No, you love Russell Wilson. Yeah, absolutely love him. Well, well, good for him for uh, coming out of concussion protocol. They're still not going to play him. And thank you, Ken, for calling from from PA. I have to go ahead and hit a break. Yeah, Ken Ken had a brush with greatness. He met Muhammad Ali when he was a child, and uh, somehow, some way, Ken also is now great. Congratulations. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two for cbs we're going to take a break when we come back i'm going to get some more of your calls and speaking of the nfc we actually have two top teams in the nfc they're beefing with each other they're not even playing against each other we'll talk about it on the jr sport Beef show 